Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalam ala rasulillah. O Muslims, remembering the righteous servants of Allah the Almighty gives life to the hearts, especially if they were the best of this ummah nation and lived during the period of revelation, were companions of the Messenger وسلم, and spread Islam. Let us consider some glimpses from the biography of one of them, highlighting his virtues and qualities, his morals and ascetism, his striving and sacrifices, and his altruism and spending. He was one of the early Muslims. He accepted Islam before the Prophet ﷺ entered the home of Al-Arqam bin Al-Arqam, and he was from the immigrants. He participated in campaigns with the Messenger of Allah وسلم, and he led the companions and those after them in significant campaigns. And it is sufficient for his virtue that the Prophet وسلم, gave him glad tidings of paradise. He is Abu Ubaidah, Amr bin al-Jarrah, the trustworthy guardian of this ummah, may Allah be pleased with him. Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, narrated that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Truly, every ummah nation has a trustworthy garden, and the trustworthy garden of this ummah is Abu Ubaidah bin al-Jarrah. This companion had a great standing and high status with the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. When Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, was asked whom the Messenger of Allah وسلم, would have placed as a successor, she responded, Abu Bakr. It was said to her, Then whom after Abu Bakr? She said, Umar. It was said to her, Then whom after Umar? She said, Abu Ubaidah bin al-Jarrah. Then she ended with this. And when the Prophet وسلم, passed, Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him, said on the day of Saqifa, this is the day when the Muhajireen and Ansar met to discuss who would succeed the Prophet ﷺ, I approved these two men for you, so pledge allegiance to whichever one of them you like. Then he took the hands of, hold of, the hands of Umar and Abu Ubaidah. Regarding his virtues, one day Umar bin al-Khattab May Allah be pleased with him, said to his companions, Wish, wish, as for me, I wish for a house filled with men like Abu Ubaidah bin al-Jarrah. And Abu Ubaidah did not reach this high status with Allah and with the Messenger وسلم, with the companions, may Allah be pleased with them, except through his early acceptance of Islam his sacrifice of everything valuable in the path of Allah, his ascetism in the worldly life, his good morals and qualities, and giving preference to the religion of Allah Almighty over his personal interests. As far as striving in the way of Allah, he witnessed all the campaigns with the Messenger of Allah وسلم, and when the Messenger of Allah وسلم, passed, Abu Ubaidah remained striving in the Caliphate of Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him, 
and the beginning of the Caliphate of Umar, may Allah be pleased with him. He was even the commander of the army in the Yarmouk campaign. And he had, in his many years of striving in the way of Allah, numerous commendable stands and praiseworthy heroics. He was steadfast in Uhud with the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, when the people had fled. And he was the one who removed with his incisors front teeth two links of armor that had penetrated the cheek of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So his incisors fell out. He suffered for the sake of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. But in spite of the gap in his teeth, they were still pleasant looking. And it was said, I never saw a gap in the teeth better than the gap of Abu Ubaidah. This is just one example of Abu Ubaidah's love for the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and his sacrifice for him in everything. And he was sincere with Allah in regards to his alliances and enmities. And he was, he, and he was not a pretender. Rather, he turned Iman into a tangible reality when in the Battle of Badr, he confronted his father, who was a polytheist. Abdullah bin Shodab said, The father of Abu Ubaidah kept trying to confront him on the day of Badr. So Abu Ubaidah kept moving away from him. When his father persisted, Abu Ubaidah finished him. Then Allah revealed the verse, You will not find a people who believe in Allah in the last day, having affection for those who oppose Allah and his messenger, even if they were their fathers or their sons or their brothers or their kindred. Those he has decreed within their hearts faith and supported them with spirit from him. And we will admit them to gardens beneath which rivers flow, wherein they abide eternally. Allah is pleased with them, and they are pleased with him. Those are the party of Allah, and questionably the party of Allah, they are the successful. Indeed, this is the Iman, faith, and the Yaqeen. So what about if giving preference to Allah's religion over personal interest, desires, and whims is added to it? And is this not only realized by the sincere servants of Allah Almighty? Musa bin Uqba narrated that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam sent reinforcement to Amr bin al-As in the campaign of that al-Salasil. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam assigned Abu Ubaidah as the leader of the reinforcement, which consisted of immigrants and included Abu Bakr, Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. When they reached Amr bin al-As, Amr said, I am your leader. The immigrants responded, Rather, you are the leader of your companions, and our leader is Abu Ubaidah. Amr responded, Indeed, you are a reinforcement that was sent to me. When Abu Ubaidah saw this, and he was a man of good character and gentle demeanor, and a follower of the way and covenant of the Messenger of Allah, he relinquished the leadership to Amr. And although Abu Ubaidah participated in many campaigns, he was austere with regards to the worldly life, as his concern was the afterlife. He did not save anything from the wealth, and his ascetism was genuine and not fabricated or contrived. And it was not an ascetism born out of shortage. Rather, it was born out of means, wealth, and surplus. For he was a leader of the Levant in the Caliphate of Umar, may Allah be pleased with him.
And when Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, went to the Levant to check up on the condition of the people, he said to Abu Ubaidah, Let us go to your home. He responded, And what will you do there? Do you wish to cry in response to my condition? When he entered, he did not see anything, and he stated, Where is your furniture? I do not see but a wool throw, an eating container, and a drinking vessel. Why you are the leader of why you are the leader? Abu Ubaidah responded, I already told you, O leader of the faithful, that you would cry over my situation. You should have sufficed with what was told to you about me. Omar responded, This worldly life changed us all, except for you, O Abu Ubaidah. So how magnificent were those great souls! They adhere to the Book of Allah Almighty and the Sunnah of His Messenger So they did not amass from this worldly life, although it piled at their feet, and they possessed it in their hands. And in this manner the world submitted to them. O people, be conscious of Allah Almighty and obey Him. For consciousness of Allah is the culmination of all matters. And the companions of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam did not attain what they did except through the consciousness of Allah. We hope that the news of these great men revives our hearts and we come to our senses and that these great men become our role models and the role models of our children and the role models of those under our responsibility. So we take the path that they took a path to paradise that was mapped out by the Prophet ﷺ. And whoever seeks paradise by a path other than what they took has taken the wrong way. O oh Allah, we bear witness that we love the companions of your Prophet ﷺ. O oh Allah, we come closer to you through that. So Allah, be pleased with them and resurrect us in their group and gather us with them in the gardens of bliss. هذا والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله.